Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. Angie's List is now Angie. Summer is the perfect time to book your next home project. From lawn care to a new patio, Angie makes it simple to connect with pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, upfront pricing, and instantly book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com, and for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Oh, good morning to you. Great to have you with us today. Thank you for tuning in to AM 1240 KFMO, the start. Ah, well, who's the lucky person today? A high school math teacher in Virginia has beaten the odds after gambling site BetMGM canceled Chris Benton's $214,000 win by betting on the Women's World Cup. He's now getting his money. BetMGM originally said there was an error with the odds and they canceled his winning bets. Uh, error with the odds, huh? Yeah. But after CBS affiliate WUSA-TV publicized his story, the company said, oh, sorry about that, and they said he'll get his money. He says he plans on paying off his wife's student loans, good job, and starting a college fund for their daughter. So, yeah, I haven't heard of Bet MGM until just now, but I'm really hard-pressed to, to do the betting thing myself. Once in a while, the lottery, but uh, man, when it comes to playing cards or something like that, I'm just no good. I am no good at that stuff. I will admit it, and I won't even try. But I have some friends that are really good at that stuff. Maybe I should bankroll them, you know, or something like that. Uh, maybe I should have bankrolled this math teacher. Well, anyway... That's good math there, apparently. It is just about time for news here at KFMO AM 1240. But remember, we have a lot going on, like that uh, <laughs> that Kansas City Chiefs football. We are the home in the parkland for Kansas City Chiefs football. And uh, let's see, are they taking on uh, what's going on with them this weekend? It looks like Sunday we have actually Saturday. At 6 o'clock, it's pre-week 2 NFL football, Kansas City at Arizona. So if you'd like to find out more about what's coming up sports-wise, just visit our website and take a look at the Bullpen Sports Grill. It's on the right-hand side of that page, about a third of the way down, something like that. You'll see the Bullpen Sports Grill at kfmosports.com. Now stick around. News is coming up next at AM 1240. Gifford Lumber Company of Farmington has been supplying homeowners and builders with tools, lumber, hardware, and the advice they need to tackle any project since 1950. 
Giffords offers inexpensive delivery, estimate on house blueprints and decks, and specializes in fencing and decking and composite decking materials. Giffords also has Traeger grills, pellets, spices, and rubs. Hometown proud and ready to help. Gifford Lumber Company on Potosi Street in Farmington, serving the area for more than 70 years. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you, Unico Bank. Selling or buying a home? Call the Wibbenmeyer team at REMAX Best Choice today. 636-524-6118 or 573-218-3310. That's the Wibbenmeyer team at REMAX Best Choice. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning, it's Monday, August 21st, and it's 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. In our newscast, we're going to hear about the passage of Prop P in St. Francis County. When it passed, we were looking at expanding different law enforcement facilities and departments, and we're doing that with the St. Francis County Sheriff's Department. We'll hear more about it in this newscast. Plus, a 17-year-old female juvenile is recovering from serious injuries after being involved in a one-vehicle crash in St. Genevieve County. And officials at the St. Francis County Health Center are reminding parents that with the beginning of school, they need to be sure their child's immunizations are in place, if not already. The Communicable Disease Coordinator with the Health Center, Lauren Fitzwater, says it's important to get those immunizations. We try to keep quite a few nurses on staff. That way we can see multiple patients at the same time. Our, our secretaries do an amazing job. We wouldn't be able to do it without them. Every now and then we'll have a late clinic. And then in early in the year, we'll go to the schools in our county and we'll do shot clinics there too to kind of get people done and over with. For more information, contact the St. Francis County Health Department by calling 573-431-1947. A 17-year-old female juvenile is recovering from serious injuries after being involved in a one-vehicle crash in St. Genevieve County Friday afternoon at 2.20. Reports from the Highway Patrol show the teen was driving on Highway O at Lakewood Drive when her SUV ran off the right side of the road and rolled over. She was not wearing a seatbelt when the wreck took place. The teen was flown to St. Louis University Hospital. After the passage of the Internet Use Tax in St. Francis County, the Sheriff's Department is expanding. St. Francis County Sheriff's Department Sergeant Tim Harris says after the passage of the issue, they've added five deputies to patrol. With those five guys that, that went to patrol, we have been able to spread them out throughout the county, put them in high troubled areas or high visibility areas to help slow down traffic or make people think twice before they go commit a crime, a burglary or anything like that. According to Harris, being able to offer better salary and benefits to prospective deputies has allowed the department to retain more officers. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, August 21st, and it's 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. At 12 minutes after here at 1240, let's find out more about the weather. Looks like, uh, of course, we have the excessive heat warning in effect now until 10 o'clock Thursday evening. 
fair skies right now with 81 degrees on the thermometer. It's going to be about 98 today with mostly sunny hot weather. The heat index value could be up to 118 tonight. Some patchy fog after 4 a.m. Otherwise, partly cloudy, a low of 77. Tuesday, patchy fog before 8 a.m. Otherwise, mostly sunny and hot, a high near 99. The heat index value could be around 114. There's news and weather for you. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO. And coming up, we have Sports Next with Jared Pettis. Be sure to check our website, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Our high school football season previews continue as we approach week one this Friday night. And the Festus Tigers are poised to battle it out with the top teams in the area after a strong offseason in camp that has led into the August practices. A.J. Ofadale's Tigers were 500 last year and were Class 4 District 1 runners-up to Hillsborough. Head coach Ofadale says last season's positives and negatives have already impacted the 2023 campaign. Best offseason attendance since I've been here, most focused in the weight room since I've been here. This is the first time since I've been here uh, that we will be primarily a junior, senior laden team. And, you know, the last two seasons, we played a lot of sophomores. We played some freshmen. Even the first year, we had a really big senior class. We also played a whole lot of young kids in in those years as well. So this will be the first time that we're really going to be an older football team. Uh, So we're stronger. We're more confident. Um, You know, we're able to do a lot more. This will probably be the most offense that I've had in since I've been here. So that feels good to have some different variations of things that we can do. Um, And, yeah, so overall, you know, we, we should be a an older, more experienced group, and the lessons we learned from last year should be ones that you know keep us focused for this one. Ofadale adds the team needed to improve in one major category from last season. For us, it was more than anything consistency. Uh, you know, just a building block thing. Show up, be accountable, uh, be committed to the process of everything. That you know, and I think sometimes even as adults, it's really easy to be results oriented and you know not value the steps that it takes to get there. And uh, trying to really get our, our kids to understand that. And for you know, going into year four, that's kind of been a constant refrain. Is like, how do we build a culture that starts with commitment to the weight room, commitment to physical development, and then going beyond that, you know, commitment to putting team first, commitment to you know, toughing through some of the adversity that comes with playing football. Everybody's banged up and bruised at some point. Can you still show up and practice? Everybody has other things that are you know sharing their interests, but can we put football to the forefront of our interests and make sure that that's something that we're not just taking for granted? Ofadale likes his depth at quarterback with four players headlined by Jeremiah Cunningham and Essen. Smith, who platooned at the spot in 2022, with the depth not just at the QB position, but at other offensive and defensive spots this year. Where does Ofadale think his team could finish if everything goes as planned? We're in a situation that if we do it the exact right way, if we have everyone bought in, if everybody practices hard and conditions hard and practices focused and embraces their role, masters their technique and their assignments, if everybody does the right thing in terms of that over the next eight to 12 weeks, we will be in position to compete. We've got to stay healthy. So there's that that part that you don't control. But God willing, we have the ability to stay healthy and everything in, in place and no surprises. You know, we would put ourselves in position to compete for a state championship. And so to me, that's the best feeling in the world as a coach is where you have the challenge of 
Got to do this right. Got to keep everybody on point every single day. The Festus Tigers begin the season on their home field in week one this Friday night against the St. Genevieve Dragons. They then travel to St. Genevieve and battle Valley Catholic in week two before returning home against Windsor in the third week before traveling again to DeSoto in week four. In week five, the Festus Tigers return home to battle it out with the Hillsboro Hawks, their crosstown rival, and then they're back on the road at North County in week six and wrap up the season with three home dates against Pacific, Farmington, and Jackson. We wrap up our season preview segments tomorrow with the Hillsboro Hawks, and that leads us into week one football this Friday night, North County at Farmington on AM 1240 KFMO, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. Again, you can tune in on AM 1240 KFMO, online at kfmosports.com, and on the KFMO app, as well as watching the broadcast online at kfmosports.com as well. Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals and New York Mets wrapped up a four-game series Sunday afternoon. The Redbirds were trying to avoid the sweep with the red-hot Dakota Hudson on the mound. Mike Reeves has the recap of the series finale. Paul Goldschmidt hit a two-run home run and drove in three as the Cardinals avoided a four-game series sweep with a 7-3 win over the Mets. Goldschmidt finished the day with three hits in five at-bats. It's been a rough few days for me individually and our team hadn't done much to help us win, so it was nice to be able to you know get that hit and put us on top and uh, you know, the rest of the guys did a great job to, to keep us there. Richie Palacios added a pair of RBIs while Wilson Contreras and Jordan Walker drove in one run each for St. Louis. Pete Alonso hit his 39th homer of the season for New York. The winning pitcher is Dakota Hudson. He's 5-0. and The loss goes to Carlos Carrasco. He's 3-7. and The final, Cardinals 7, Mets 3. In St. Louis, I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card skipper Oliver Marmol on Dakota Hudson putting things together over the last month. He's had several starts in a row now where it's looked good. Um, he knows what's going to give him success and there's going to be days where some of these balls go find a hole and there's going to be traffic and it's not going to go his way but not allowing the free pass is going to be important for him using the slider appropriately is going to be important for him and I think he's done that consistently over the last several starts. Starting pitcher Dakota Hudson on his 5-0 record. I think records are, you know they're great but I think it, it's just a really good tip of the cap to how well the team's been playing behind me. Um, been fortunate to get out there they've had some run support and had some battles and great defensive plays. The Cardinals travel to Pennsylvania for a six-game road trip against the Pittsburgh Pirates and Philadelphia Phillies. It begins today in Pittsburgh. Coverage on B104.3 starts with the Ameren Total Access Show at 510. First pitch at 605. Starting for St. Louis will be the key return piece in the Jack Flaherty trade to Baltimore. It's the lefty Drew Rahm, and he'll make his first start in a Redbird uniform. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs were in Arizona Saturday night for week two of the preseason. They get the winner 38-10. The Chiefs wrap up the preseason this Saturday at home against the Cleveland Browns. Coverage on AM 1240 KFMO starts at 11, kickoff at high noon. Major League Soccer St. Louis City SC returned from break on Sunday night at City Park against Austin FC. Nico Joachini scored twice and Edward Leuven tallied three assists in City's 6-3 victory. Here is Joachini on scoring two goals after the three-week layoff. Definitely feels good. Um, as I say, you know, it's something where your confidence shoots right back up, especially when it's, since it's been, what, a month now, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that aspect. You know, I'm really going to keep that positive attitude going into the next game and going into this week, getting ready for for our away game. Um, and, you know, it's definitely going to 
hopefully show in in, uh, in Florida. City travels to Orlando this Saturday, kickoff at 6.30. And the NASCAR Cup Series was at Watkins Glen International for the Go Bowling at the Glen. William Byron came away with the victory, his fifth of the season leading in that category. Byron is tops in the playoff standings. He led 66 of 90 laps on Sunday. The Cup Series is at Daytona International Speedway Saturday night. It's the Coke Zero Sugar 400 on KFMO. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Hi, I'm Kenny with Wanda Yard. We are on a mission to make the world a better place from the ground up, literally. The soil under your feet affects the beauty of your yard, the nutrition of your food you grow, and even the size of your carbon footprint. That's why we use regenerative and permaculture methods to transform barren patches of dirt into fertile gardens. To learn what your yard can do for you, please schedule your yard review at lawntoyard.com or call 573-677-YARD. When you want a great meal, it's Colton Steakhouse in Farmington. Start with an appetizer like onion tanglers, Texas-sized cheese sticks, and so much more. On to the main course. Colton serves USDA hand-cut steaks along with ribs, chicken, salads, and delicious seafood. Don't forget, it wouldn't be Colton's without the peanuts. When you're on the run, call in or order online for carryout, lunch, or dinner. We know what is at stake. Colton Steakhouse, 1300 Maple Street in in Farmington. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call on someone who's invested in your success. I'm Brandon Penberthy, your Deloge Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work towards achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 573-431-2950 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. With housing costs rising, tiny homes are spreading as a solution to homeless veterans projects and just a more affordable way to downsize and simplify your life easy portable buildings and tiny homes in festus has helped people from all over the country fulfill their tiny house dreams their homes are built to residential code and can be customized to meet each individual's wants and needs easy portable buildings and tiny home located just off highway 67 in festus check them out online at tinyhomesdreaming.com or call 314-226-7261 it's time to scoot on down to scooters in farmington to get your canis Scoot Energy. Hi, Bart Vandeman here with Scooters Coffee in Farmington. Get your Scoot Energy now in a can. We've made a stampede of taste just for you. Available in tropical and tropical sugar free. If you need just a jolt of energy on a tiring day or try it after a long shift, we're open to late p.m. Scoot on down to Scooters in Farmington to get your can of Scoot Energy. Scooters on Karsh Boulevard. There's just something special about Scooters Coffee. It's 8.23 from KFMO. The day is Monday, August 21st. And we're going to take a look at the Daily Register next. Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve is now open. Yay! 
Soak up the fun in the sun this summer by zipping down the water slides, swim in the lap pool, or float by in the lazy river while the kids splish and splash in the kids' zone. River Rapids Water Park has daily admissions and season rates available and is open daily from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Follow River Rapids Water Park on social media or online at riverrapidswaterpark.com for more information. Soak up the fun at River Rapids Water Park in St. Genevieve. Missed any of the start? We have another special guest on the line with us. Well, now you can hear it anytime, anywhere. Send straight to your phone. Subscribe to The Start on AM 1240 KFMO podcast. You'll hear all the best The Start has to offer. Missouri 8th District United States Congressman Jason Smith. Even if you sleep in a little bit later. It's time for another Missouri State Legislative Report. Subscribe today to The Start from AM 1240 KFMO with Apple and Spotify podcasts. For the best in local dirt track racing, come out to the St. Francis County Raceway. With races every Saturday, St. Francis County Raceway has all the adrenaline-charged action you can handle. St. Francis County Raceway is located right behind Hefner's at the fairgrounds exit off Highway 67 in Farmington. Tickets are available at the gate. For more info, visit sfcraceway.com. That's sfcraceway.com. This is the Daily Register, a service of AM 1240 KFMO. Monica Jane Sampson died Sunday, August 13th at the age of 64. Memorials can be made to the Animal House Cat Rescue and Adoption Center in St. Louis for Monica Jane Sampson. James Edward K. Sr died Friday, August 11th at the age of 87. The family is planning a celebration of life at a later date for James Edward K. Sr. And arrangements are under the direction of the C.Z. Booyer and Son Funeral Home of Deloge. And that is the Daily Register, a service of AM 1240 KFMO. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. We're buying a car isn't rocket science local news you can trust this is the parklands freedom leader am 1240 kfmo here's mike ramsey good morning it's monday august 21st and uh, we're coming up on news here at kfmo it's 8:28, and in our newscast we're going to hear about the parkland health center foundation golf tournament that's coming up in october a principal in the west county school district is the new deputy superintendent as the new school year begins and a woman from St. Louis, 48-year-old Jennifer R. Erickson, plus a man from Robertsville, 50-year-old James E. Ham, are suffering serious injuries. They were hurt in a motorcycle wreck Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock in Iron County. Reports from the Highway Patrol show the wreck happened on Route E, a half mile west of the Madison County line. Erickson was flown to Barnes Hospital at St. Louis, while Ham was taken to Mercy Hospital, also in St. Louis. A principal in the West County School District, Levi Rawson, is the new deputy superintendent as the new school year begins. Rawson says he's excited about taking the position as it leads to his becoming superintendent with the retirement 
of Dr. Kevin Kaufman. Be a lot of things on, uh, that I'm learning and, and a lot of things that I probably already know just being in the district, but uh, I think it's a good thing for not only me, but uh, the district as a whole and, and transition uh, when uh, Dr. Kaufman retires. You can hear the West County School District report monthly on AM 1240 KFMO. The Parkland Health Center Foundation's golf tournament's coming up Friday, October 13th. The executive director of the foundation, Holly Ledbetter, says they'll bring back the helicopter ball drop as a part of all the fun. We're super excited. We've got a lot of new things coming this year with different games, and we are bringing back the helicopter ball drop. So make sure if you want to get a ball for that, you go on our website and So that's going to be super exciting, Um, different whole games. We have a great committee working on this event. Ledbetter also says for more information or to volunteer, you can contact the foundation at 573-756-6451. And that's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Monday, August 21st. 832. Be sure to stay tuned. We have sports coming up. We're going to do the weather here in a moment, and then we'll have sports for you with Jared Pettis. Also, check our website, kfmo.com. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. When you're looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthiness, accuracy, up-to-date knowledge of tax laws. In the real world, considerations like those are always important. Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Morning clouds, a little fog to start, and then we should see sunshine increasing today. Our high this afternoon near 95, a heat index near 112. Mainly clear, we're right around 75 tonight, and then partly or mostly sunny on Tuesday, a very hot day, our high near 100, heat index near 115. Triple digit heat remains in place Wednesday, our high near 102, close to 105 for Thursday. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. Our high school football season previews continue as we approach week one this Friday night. And the Festus Tigers are poised to battle it out with the top teams in the area after a strong offseason and camp that has led into the August practices. A.J. Ofadale's Tigers were 500 last year and were Class 4 District 1 runners-up to Hillsborough. Head coach Ofadale says last season's positives and negatives have already impacted the 2023 campaign. Best offseason attendance since I've been here, most focused in the weight room since I've been here. This is the first time since I've been here uh, that we will be primarily a junior, senior laden team. And, you know, the last two seasons, we played a lot of sophomores. We played some freshmen. And even the first year, we had a really big senior class. We also played a whole lot of young kids in, in those years as well. So this will be the first time that we're really going to be an older football team. Uh, so we're stronger. We're more confident. Um, you know, we're able to do a lot more. This will probably be the most offense that I've had in since I've been here. So that feels good to have some different variations of things that we can do. Um, and, yeah, so overall, you know, we, we should be a – an older, more experienced group, and the lessons we learned from last year should be ones that, you know, keep us focused for this one. Ofadale adds the team needed to improve and one major category from last season. For us, it was more than anything consistency. Uh, you know, just a building block thing, show up, be accountable, uh, be committed to the process of everything. That You know, and I think sometimes, even as adults, it's really easy to be results-oriented and, you know, not value the steps that it takes to get there and uh, trying to really get our, our kids to understand that 
and for you know going into year four, that's kind of been the constant refrain is like, how do we build a culture that starts with commitment to the weight room, commitment to physical development, and then going beyond that, you know, commitment to putting team first, commitment to, you know, toughing through some of the adversity that comes with playing football. Everybody's banged up and bruised at some point. Can you still show up and practice? Everybody has other things that are, you know, sharing their interests, but can we put football to the forefront of our interests and make sure that that's something that we're not just taking for granted? Ofadale likes his depth at quarterback with four players headlined by Jeremiah Cunningham and Essence Smith, who platooned at the spot in 2022, with the depth not just at the QB position, but at other offensive and defensive spots this year. Where does Ofadale think his team could finish if everything goes as planned? We're in a situation that if we do it the exact right way, if we have everyone bought in, if everybody practices hard and conditions hard and practices focused and embraces their role, masters their technique and their assignments, if everybody does the right thing in terms of that over the next eight to 12 weeks, we will be in position to compete. We've got to stay healthy. So there's that that part that you don't control. But God willing, we have the ability to stay healthy and everything in, in place and no surprises. You know, we would put ourselves in position to compete for a state championship. And so to me, that's the best feeling in the world as a coach is where you have the challenge of, Got to do this right. Got to keep everybody on point every single day. The Festus Tigers begin the season on their home field in week one this Friday night against the St. Genevieve Dragons. They then travel to St. Genevieve and battle Valley Catholic in week two before returning home against Windsor in the third week before traveling again to DeSoto in week four. In week five, the Festus Tigers return home to battle it out with the Hillsborough Hawks, their crosstown rival, and then they're back on the road at North County in week six and wrap up the season with three home dates against Pacific, Farmington, and Jackson. We wrap up our season preview segments tomorrow with the Hillsboro Hawks, and that leads us into week one football this Friday night, North County at Farmington on AM 1240 KFMO, 630 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. Again, you can tune in on AM 1240 KFMO, online at kfmosports.com, and on the KFMO app, as well as watching the broadcast online at kfmosports.com as well. Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals and New York Mets wrapped up a four-game series Sunday afternoon. The Redbirds were trying to avoid the sweep with the red-hot Dakota Hudson on the mound. Mike Reeves has the recap of the series finale. Paul Goldschmidt hit a two-run home run and drove in three as the Cardinals avoided a four-game series sweep with a 7-3 win over the Mets. Goldschmidt finished the day with three hits in five at-bats. It's been a rough few days for me individually and our team hadn't done much to help us win, so it was nice to be able to, you know, get that hit and put us on top and, uh, you know, the rest of the guys did a great job to, to keep us there. Richie Palacios added a pair of RBIs while Wilson Contreras and Jordan Walker drove in one run each for St. Louis. Pete Alonzo hit his 39th homer of the season for New York. The winning pitcher is Dakota Hudson. He's 5-0. and The loss goes to Carlos Carrasco. He's 3-7. and The final, Cardinals 7 Mets 3 in St. Louis. I'm Mike Reeves. Mike, thanks. Card skipper Oliver Marmol on Dakota Hudson putting things together over the last month. He's had several starts in a row now where it's looked good. Um, he knows what it's going to give them success and there's going to be days where some of these balls go find a hole and there's going to be traffic and it's not going to go his way but not allowing the free pass is going to be important for him using the slider appropriately is going to be important for him and I think he's done that consistently over the last several starts. Starting pitcher Dakota Hudson on his 5-0 and record. I think records are, you know they're great but I think it, it's just a really good tip of the cap to how well the team's been playing behind me. Um, been fortunate to get out there they've had some run support and had some battles and great defensive plays. The Cardinals 
travel to Pennsylvania for a six-game road trip against the Pittsburgh Pirates and Philadelphia Phillies. It begins today in Pittsburgh. Coverage on B104.3 starts with the Ameren Total Access Show at 510. First pitch at 605. Starting for St. Louis will be the key return piece in the Jack Flaherty trade to Baltimore. It's the lefty Drew Rahm, and he'll make his first start in a Redbird uniform. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs were in Arizona Saturday night for week two of the preseason. They get the winner 38-10. The Chiefs wrap up the preseason this Saturday at home against the Cleveland Browns. Coverage on AM 1240 KFMO starts at 11, kickoff at high noon. Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC returned from break on Sunday night at City Park against Austin FC. Nico Joachini scored twice and Edward Leuven tallied three assists in City's 6-3 victory. Here is Joachini on scoring two goals after the three-week layoff. Definitely feels good. Um, as I say, you know, it's something where your confidence shoots right back up, especially when it's, since it's been, what, a month now. So, um... I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that aspect. You know, I'm really going to keep that positive attitude going into the next game and going into this week, getting ready for, for our away game. Um, and, you know, it's definitely going to hopefully show in, in, uh, in Florida. City travels to Orlando this Saturday, kickoff at 6.30. And the NASCAR Cup Series was at Watkins Glen International for the Go Bowling at the Glen. William Byron came away with the victory, his fifth of the season leading in that category. Byron is tops in the playoff standings. He led 66 of 90 laps on Sunday. The Cup Series is at Daytona International Speedway Saturday night. It's the Coke Zero Sugar 400 on KFMO. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thanks, Jared. We appreciate that. Let's check our weather situation and find out what's going on there. Well, we have this excessive heat warning in effect until Thursday evening at 10 o'clock. For today specifically, right now, the temperature is 81. We have fair skies. And today we're looking for mostly sunny, hot weather, a high of 98. A heat index value could be up to 118 degrees. Tonight looks like partly cloudy weather, a low of 77. And then tomorrow we'll have sunny, hot weather again, a high of 99 with a heat index value up around 114. So stay with us. We have the Mineral Area College Report coming. Also the Daily Dust from Audra Kane. We're going to get a dusting pretty soon on KFMO. Gather your friends and get to the Sand Trap in Park Hills. It's the Parkland's premier indoor golf club. Enjoy a cold beverage and a burger and fries while playing in one of their three PGA Indoors golf simulators. It's a unique indoor golf experience you don't want to miss. You can book your tee time online at sandtrapigc.com or just stop by, order something from the menu, and jump in for a round or two. The Sandtrap Indoor Golf Club located on Strauss Drive in Park Hills. Plenty of companies can help you with your home improvement projects, but few offer the skills and resources of 30 plus years in business. Dalton Home Improvement is experienced in exterior projects like doors, windows, siding, and gutters, and interior projects including kitchen and bath remodeling. Dalton Home Improvement can help you from start to finish when you are ready to make improvements on your home or business. Call 314-640-2808 or check them out at daltonhomeimprovements.com. This is not headline news. It's not called dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. Are Prince Harry and King Charles finally ready to talk? The peace talks are September 17th, and the king even cleared his schedule for the occasion supposedly 
If the talks take place, the king will make it very clear that there will be absolutely no private family business discussed in public moving forward. I've seen behind the curtain. I've seen the business model. I know how this operation runs and how it works. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. You inherit the risk that comes with it. You inherit every element of it without choice. Hmm. Tori Spelling has been hospitalized, posted her hand with an IV on Instagram over the weekend. She started living in an RV following her split from husband Dean McDermott and says there's a serious mold problem in her home, which could be the cause of her health issues. Andy McDowell's daughter, Margaret Qualley, married music producer Jack Antonoff on Friday in New Jersey. Yeah, that wasn't for them. That was the crowds gathered outside the venue to see Taylor Swift, who was a guest at the wedding. Britney Spears is assuring fans that she is, quote, actually doing pretty blank good. Leave Britney alone! She's also back to posting topless videos and dance clips. Charlize Theron says she has not had a facelift, despite a recent rumor that started because of how she looks in a Dior photo shoot. And Miley Cyrus was actually holding the flowers as maid of honor at her mom Tish's wedding on Saturday to Dominic Purcell from Prison Break. And that's The Daily Dust. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. For the best in local dirt track racing, come out to the St. Francis County Raceway. With races every Saturday, St. Francis County Raceway has all the adrenaline-charged action you can handle. St. Francis County Raceway is located right behind Hefner's at the fairgrounds exit off Highway 67 in Farmington. Tickets are available at the gate. For more info, visit sfcraceway.com. That's sfcraceway.com. Wings, seafood, soups, and sandwiches. Whatever you're craving, you'll find it at Lady Dias Shamrock Restaurant located right off of Highway 67 in Rosner Road in Park Hills. There's something on the menu for everyone from burgers and fries to steaks, pasta, and seafood to great starters and so much more. Plus, get 90 cent wings all day, every day. Lady Dias Shamrock located right off of Highway 67 on Rosner Road in Park Hills. Open Wednesday and Thursday at 4 p.m., Friday and Saturday from noon to 9 p.m., and Sundays from noon to 6 p.m. The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back into family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. 
I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Hello folks, Helen here with the Catfish Kettle in Farmington, inviting you in for our sea of flavors. Try one of our delicious new appetizers like shrimp scampi, crab stuffed mushrooms, crab and shrimp dip, crabby kettle cheesy bread, or our new crab cake sandwich, and our tasty fish tacos. It's a sea of flavors at the Catfish Kettle in Farmington. The Catfish Kettle, over 35 years of great food, great service, and bad parking. It's the start on KFMO. Thank you for tuning in. It's Monday, August 21st. It's 8.45. The program has another 15 minutes or so here where we can uh, tell you more about what's happening in the parkland. It's an exciting week at Mineral Area College. You know, it's an exciting week at all the schools in the area because uh, they all begin today. And Mineral Area College is no exception. The semester begins today. We have Dr. Joe Gilgore with us, the president of MAC. How's it going today? It's great. It's busy. I bet. Parking lot's full. Hallways are full. I love it. Yeah. I'll be coming over there. We start a new uh, semester with the academy later and mm -hmm. have some drum students beginning another semester. And uh, I'm just excited, too. So it's, it's really great. You have added so much to this school district, the college district, mm -hmm. since... Uh, you've been here and uh, you know prior to that just a little bit we were seeing things start to come in and we have the HVAC building the welding building and this week you're going to open up that industry and technological center right yeah I mean our our uh, HVAC and welding programs are going well those are both 5,000 square feet buildings that we opened last year or something like that mm -hmm. uh, but yeah Thursday we have a grand opening of our industry and technology center and it's 80,000 square feet um, if you've driven through campus it is, you can't miss it. It is really yeah. big. Um, and so uh, we're doing the grand opening on Thursday at 11 o'clock. And we have some food trucks out there. And I think, um, you know, that it's going to be a cool, what, 100 degree day, I think. And so uh, we'll probably move it inside. And we've got plenty of space inside, believe it or not. It's a, it's a lot of space. And uh, so we're going to figure that out today, actually. But uh, just really looking forward. This has been something that has been talked about at Mineral Area College for a uh, long time, at least a decade, mm -hmm. uh, of having a career and technical center on campus. And, um, you know, we uh, were able to get it done thanks to some help from our legislators and uh, state support. Just uh, really worked out, and it's, it's fantastic. And actually, construction has already started on the additional 20,000 square feet that are going to go in for automotive technology expansion. So uh, we're going to have them pause construction for our grand opening on Thursday, but uh, you know, in the next three or four months, you're going to see another 20,000 square feet added to it. So is that on top of the 80,000? Yeah, it's going to be over 100,000 square foot building. Gee, that mm -hmm. is incredible. And it's beautiful, too. I mean, the the way it looks on the outside. Yeah, yeah, they did a really nice job. We had a, uh, we had a design, old design, uh, when I got here, some old uh, drawings of how the building was uh, kind of thought of originally. And we took those designs out to Bruce Williams at U.S. Tool. Um, you know, Bruce is a big supporter of the college and, uh, and never afraid to give us his opinion on things, which that's why we went to him. He knew he'd be honest with us. And we said, what do you think of this design? And he said, throw it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, no. He said, that's an academic building. What you want is an industry building. You're building mm -hmm. a building of, for students that are going to go into industry. And he said, I got, I got people that, that work at U.S. Tool that walk in the door and they're overwhelmed because they've never seen anything like it. 
it's big and it's it's clean. People think these jobs are dirty jobs. They're not really. They're clean jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these shop spaces and where they are, and they're overwhelmed. He said because they're not trained in the appropriate facility. So this way you can train them in a place where it feels just like the workplace. We have some of our programs are going to have uniforms. Um, some of our programs are going to have time clocks. You know, so there's all kinds of things like this that are going to give that real feel of the of the work world. And then um, when students go into those places, they're going to feel a little more familiar. And uh, so we really appreciate that from Bruce and his house. We, we did. We threw it in the trash and we got it. Actually, we didn't throw it in the trash. We kept it just so we could show the difference. <laughs> um, but uh, in our minds, it was gone. Um, but we, we got a new design that, that Bruce really helped with. And it does. It just it looks fantastic. And uh, it, it looks even better on the inside. It's it's a really, really great building. That story alone shows me that officials like you at the college, you really try to do something for the community. Absolutely. You don't just throw up a building. You right. know, you try to, well, what do we need here? Mm-hmm. Let's talk to somebody that knows. That was great. What a, a great move to go talk to Bruce Williams about that. Yeah. Um, so how's enrollment doing right now? Enrollment's good. Uh, you know, it's up compared to last year, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Uh, so, you know, so those tech programs are helping with that, getting students into those. We have only, there's only one new tech program in the building, actually. We had some others that were in some really cramped spaces on campus. We're able to spread out mm-hmm. and get some really nice equipment. If students, uh, you know, want to do like uh, the CNC and the uh, machine tools, things like that, you're going to find uh, equipment you're not going to find anyplace else. I mean, it is amazing. Uh, seeing what's in there. We, we did start a construction building technology program uh, with our new instructor, Brian Hicklin, and Brian's been working really hard in that uh, in his shop space. He's he's already building things in there and ready for students to come in. So that's uh, that's a big part of our enrollment increase. Uh, you know, we expanded into Cape Girardeau last year, and, and that campus has uh, twice as many, stu- over twice as many students as it did last year. So um, you know, there's there's growth all over the place. And I think, uh, when when is that Jackson campus opening? I heard about that at the last meeting. Yeah, our, so our, we put in a, a request. Jackson School District came to us. They want to kind of mimic our Potosi campus, which we do night classes in the high school. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we put it to the state. You have to get state approval and higher learning commission approval and uh, all this stuff. And we did get it approved. Um, and so because of the time frame, we're hoping to start in the spring semester in January. Uh, we have one more level of approval to go, and that's the Department of Education. That just makes it where students can get financial aid, uh, which won't be a problem. Uh, it's just more of a timing mm-hmm. issue with waiting on the government to get back to us. And so once we get all that, um, we will be offering classes, hopefully in the evening, uh, in the uh, spring semester in Jackson, and offering more dual credit in their campuses because uh, they, they have some welding classes, some machine tool classes they do on site. Uh, and so we can come in and offer some dual credit for those classes as well. We're visiting with Dr. Joe Gilgore. He's the president of Mineral Area College. And, of course, this is the MAC Report. We do it every Monday about this time. And uh, speaking of time, we're about 10 minutes before the top of the hour. Um, here's something for you. I wanted to see uh, what your thoughts would be uh, for this question. Um, how closely do companies work with different departments here? Uh, from what I've heard, it's very closely, even to as far as bringing in some equipment sometimes. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's very close. Our instructors, um, especially in our tech programs, many of them worked in the industries that they are teaching. And so, um, for instance, our HVAC instructor um, gets all kinds of equipment and things from different vendors around um, that donate things because so, they want these vendors are going to hire these students. And so they want them trained on the right equipment. So they're willing to donate some of those things to help out. 
Um, but uh, that happens all over the all over the place at Mac. We got a lot of instructors that come through those industries, and then there's connections they can use. Not to mention, you know, Michelle Shore, our director of workforce development, she does uh, customized training and workforce development outside of college students. She goes into mm-hmm. the industries and does it. Um, that builds a lot of great relationships to help as well. And we also just um, uh, moved uh, Dr. Rich Flotron into position of executive director of, uh, this is going to sound a weird combination, but public safety and industry relations. Uh, he's uh, came from our law enforcement academy, but has a lot of experience in the field. So he'll be building those relationships for the current students as well. So you got basically a pipeline for students as they come in to get tied to an industry while they're in a program. Um, and you see that at, at tech schools a lot. Students that start a program already know where they're going to work when they get done uh, because that industry has already been a part of the curriculum and helped develop that program. So, um, you know, the job placement is very high. In our, you know, our law enforcement academy where, where Rich came from, you know, every student in there has a job when they graduate from the academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever been to a law enforcement graduation, you see uh, their future uh, well, their current, I guess, their new bosses come up and, and, and uh, put badges on them, and uh, it's a really neat ceremony. But they've all got jobs. Our nursing students all have jobs. I mean, you know, so that we can replicate that in the tech side, too, and those business and industry relationships really help. Was that, when you got the job here at MAC, was that one of the things that drew your interest in Mineral Area College, the, the job factor? I mean, we've seen that balloon so much in just a short time actually. Yeah. And I think that, you know, uh, Governor Parson has, you know, his priority has been workforce development growth in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's uh, not fallen short of that. I mean, that man has done so more for workforce development Missouri than I think anybody else has um, in the history of the state. And so it's been really great to see what he's done. Um, you see it from colleges and universities across Missouri, many of them starting CTE and workforce programs. Um, you know, Mac already had CTE programs, a lot of them. Many of our programs, uh, when I came in in 2019, were articulated credits. So what that means is students that were at career centers such as Unitech, um, Cape Girardeau, CTC, Perryville, um, mm-hmm. Arcadia Valley, these students were getting credit for the classes they were taking at these CTCs that they could apply towards a degree at Mac when they graduate, um, which is a great deal, and that's not going to change. Um, but but we weren't offering a whole of those programs on campus for adults, um, for college students. So uh, the new building helps us kind of become more of a comprehensive community college. We were real heavy on the gen ed side, liberal arts, which is great. And that's not going to change. Um, we've got fantastic instructors there. That's our transfer mission. Basically, a lot of those students are going to transfer onto university and that's part of what we do. But now we balance it out with uh, the industry and technology part. So um, really becoming more comprehensive and meeting the needs of the community. And this is something that the community has told us. Well, since I, I mean, before I got here, when when I was announced for the job, I immediately had people calling me and contacting me saying we had to have more industry programs. And, um, you know, when I got here, I thought, okay, you know, I, those, all right. So I got here and I walked around, I talked to a lot of people and I heard the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, students here that go through our career centers, which are terrific career centers, by the way, mm-hmm. um, when they go through them, when they get out and they want to go on and get their certification, their licensure, their degree, their options are to go to Rankin, which is in Perryville or St. Louis, um, very expensive, mm-hmm. or to go to State Tech in Lynn, Missouri. And State Tech's one of the best colleges in, in the United States, but it's not here. And so students that right. want to do that, they go to the go to Lynn and a great experience. And Lynn, which State Tech does what they should do, and they place them into jobs not always placing them back in St. Francis County in this area. So this allows students to stay local, you know, get training right here um, as soon as they get out of the career centers or if they never went to a career center, that's fine too, um, and go through and get jobs right here. We'll, we'll try to keep students as local as we can and good paying jobs. Do you think that uh, other districts, I know some of them are talking about doing this, some are probably doing it, but uh, from what you've seen across the state, 
Is Mac ahead of everybody on that? We're kind of in the middle. Um, you know, you see, uh, you know, State Fair Community College opened their tech building last year. Mm -hmm. um, Ozarks Technical College, of course, has uh, Ozarks Technical Community College. Excuse me, has uh, you know their technical in the name, and so there's a lot of. Uh, technical programs there. They've opened some new facilities in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've many of us have benefited from the uh, the state support that has been available. Now, Mac has quite a bit, and we've been very, very thankful for that. Um, and then there's some that don't have anything like this, and so it, it's really we're kind of we're kind of we're not the first, but we're not the last either. We're kind of right in the middle. Well, that's good to know that we have all that, and that's great. This week, don't forget. I want to reiterate for uh, the folks out there. The uh, grand opening and all the uh, ribbon cutting, too. Ribbon right? cutting, yes, Getting sir. Getting it all taken care of with a bunch of chambers of commerce there, too, yeah. at the uh, industry and technology. Now, say it again for me. Industry and now you, now you throw me off. Technological Center. Technology Center. Technology Center. Technology Center. <laughs> threw me off there. We're calling everything Mac Tech. We got to, yeah, if you yeah. drive through, there's a real big Mac Tech on there. That's the easiest way to do it. It encompasses you all bet. of our tech programs. Uh, the building itself is the Industry and Technology Center, but uh, uh, just, just if you're looking for Mac Tech, that's... That's where you should go. And that's the home of mm -hmm. Mac Tech. That's right. right. And that's Thursday, 11 to 1. Be there for that big ceremony. Food trucks, too, right? Yeah, we'll have food trucks there. We're going to have uh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of free water out there. It's going to be a little warm. <laughs> yeah, like I said, we are, we are planning on moving this inside. We have some, some large space inside. There's a, there's a couple of portions of the building that won't be used for a while um, because the automotive expansion is going to move into some of them. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we're going to use the others. If, if there are places in the area that are looking for space, um, to rent space for events, um, even uh, we even have some office space. We can do incubator space for small businesses. Um, you know, please reach out and contact us and let us know because um, we have a lot of space. We'd like to get some people in there and utilize it as best we can. Excellent. Well, thanks for being here today. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, again, that's Dr. Joe, Gil uh, Joe Gilgore. I've been having trouble today, Dr. Gilgore. I just can't <laughs> seem to speak properly. Anyway, Dr. Joe Gilgore, president of Mineral Area College, during the back report here this morning on KFMO. Do you need help in your home? A1 Home Care is a locally owned and operated home care service. We offer personal care, homemaker duties, respite, and nurse visits. You can also have a family member perform your care through consumer-directed services. Call our office today at 358-7755 in Bond for a free consultation. We are the heart of home care in the heartland. Call A1 Home Care in Bonterre at 573-358-7755. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. When you're looking for an accountant, what comes to mind? Trustworthiness, accuracy, up-to-date knowledge of tax laws. In the real world, considerations like those are always important. Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton has provided quality accounting and tax service for over 30 years. Whether it's personal or business related, Stephanie Kitchell has you covered. Call 573-546-3104 today to schedule an appointment at Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Morning clouds, a little fog to start, and then we should see sunshine increasing today. Our high this afternoon near 95, a heat index near 112. Mainly clear, we're right around 75 tonight, and then partly or mostly sunny on Tuesday, a very hot day, our high near 100, heat index near 115. Triple digit heat remains in place Wednesday, our high near 102, close to 105 for Thursday. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center. I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. Thank you, Sally. We appreciate it. And we certainly appreciate your being with us today here on The Start at KFMO. The music says we're out. Yes, it does. Actually, it doesn't say anything. It just plays. 
I do all the talking, and too much sometimes. But, well, that's the way it is. It's talk radio. Thank you for tuning in. Seriously, we do appreciate it. And thanks to everyone who was uh, part of the uh, night at the ballpark last Friday. It was a really great experience, so we hope you enjoyed it. Now, listen up, because we have Glenn Beck coming up here after CBS News. CBS News is next at KFMO. It's 9 o'clock. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.